My passion is to get everyone watching this program in the whole Bible, the whole Bible. Marilyn Hickey is a world-renowned Bible teacher, and her Encounter the Word study guide is the result of more than 40 years of research, examination, and prayer. Included in this 536-page volume is a wealth of information on each book in the Scriptures, including outlines of important issues, fast facts to start each study, detailed teachings on seeing Jesus in each book, parallels between the Old and New Testaments, plus many charts and maps to aid your study. See, this is a resource. I mean, you don't read through this like you're reading a book. No, of course not. But this is a resource with your Bible. The Encounter the Word study guide by Marilyn Hickey can be yours today for the low price of only $50. And if you'll call today to order, Pastor Benny will send you a free bonus gift, a DVD of five programs he recorded with Marilyn for This Is Your Day. These teachings and discussions are the perfect starting point from which to immerse yourself in the study guide. This special offer will only be available for a limited time, so call now. Look to our precious Jesus today, who saves, heals, delivers, and blesses. This is your day for a miracle. On recent programs, Pastor Benny Hinn has taught on the anointing of God and three keys to releasing it in your life. You've heard his messages on the first key, which is reading, studying, and meditating on the scriptures every day. On this program, Pastor Benny begins an examination of the second key to releasing the anointing, which is the power of prayer. This is the year for a mighty anointing. Say mighty on my life. Say it again. Say it again. Now you have to believe that, do you? God is going to use you to heal the sick. The Lord's going to use you to cast out devils. The Lord is going to answer your prayer very speedily. That's all the results of the anointing. Before they call, I'll answer. That's what his, he promised you. It's going to come this year. I said it's going to come this year. This year. It's going to be the greatest year in your life. Greatest year in your life. Lift your hands and say, it's greatest year in my life. That's what God is saying, you see. Now. The three keys that release the anointing that you're going to need this year are the scriptures when you search for Jesus, and I showed you that two weeks ago, prayer in the Spirit, and worship in the Spirit. Tonight I'm going to teach on prayer in the Spirit and the results. Two weeks from tonight, I'll be back to teach on worship and the results. Oh, my, my. Wouldn't it be wonderful if after I'm done teaching on worship, it'll hit you? Now, Ezekiel 22, verse 30. I want you to say after me, prayer can do anything God can do. Say it again. One more time. 
But but now you're gonna you you're gonna see the heart of God in, in, in all this because here we see God longing to spare Israel, yet strangely, I want to say this because I think it'll, it'll get through to you a little quicker, yet was helpless without an intercessor. God Almighty set up a system in glory that makes him dependent on our prayer life. God Almighty is dependent upon an intercessor to defend his people. It is something he himself has established. For it says in Ezekiel 22 verse 30, I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge, stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it. I found none. God's will was not to destroy Israel. Here's God Almighty wanting to save Israel, yet strangely, God cannot save Israel without an intercessor. Why should God be dependent upon an intercessor? Why did he set up a system that makes him dependent on an intercessor? Well, the Bible tells us something very powerful. The Word of God declares, and this is a mystery. The Word of God declares not only does He invite man to intercede, God entreats us. God urges us to be intercessors for the land. If my people called by my name will humble themselves and pray, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive. I will heal the land. Without intercessors, he will not move. He placed that upon himself. That's a mystery. In Jeremiah 33, verse 3, Call unto me, he said, I will answer thee, and I will show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Why did God do that? Jeremiah 33, verse 3, right there. Call unto me. I will now he's he's urging, he's he's pleading with his people, call unto me, I will answer thee. And then when you call, and and then I will show you great mighty things which thou knowest not, but I cannot show you a thing till you call. That's his word. Why did he say in Matthew 7 7, ask? Seek, knock, will ask. God is saying, I ask you to ask. That's what it means. I'm asking you to ask so I can answer you. If you don't ask, I won't answer you. 
You cannot find me till you seek. I won't open any door till you knock. And the Bible confirms it. Ye have not because ye ask not. That's amazing power in our hands. God commands. Matthew 9, 38 commands us. Pray ye the Lord of the harvest to send forth laborers into his harvest. Here's the Lord. Here is the Lord of the harvest. Think about this. It is his harvest, yet he cannot send laborers into his own harvest without the prayers of the, of, 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 of the saints. Without the prayers of the redeemed. The Lord of the harvest can do nothing about his harvest till we ask him for the harvest. Hello? He is the Lord of the harvest. He is in charge of the harvest. He will tell the harvest when to come. But he cannot release the harvest, even though he's the Lord of the harvest, till the saints ask him for the harvest. Did you ask him tonight for the harvest? Well, just in case you did not, lift your hands and ask him again. Say, Father, release the harvest on my life. In Jesus' name. I ask you, I entreat you, I ask you with all my heart, release the harvest, that the harvest will come in Jesus' name. Now, you see, you just asked him for the harvest. Now, something will happen. The harvest will not come. Even though he's the Lord of the harvest, he cannot release the harvest till we ask for the harvest. He is the commander-in-chief, yet he said, I will not do it till my people ask me for it. The Lord, when you read these scriptures, here's what you find. The Lord has offered us full partnership in his plan for humanity. We have full partnership with God. God makes the decision. Watch this. But the responsibility and the authority for the enforcement, for the administration of these decisions, He's placed on our shoulders. God literally makes the decision, but tells the church, I will not move till you pray. I have decided to, but I cannot do it till you ask me to do it. You are to enforce that decision with the authority I give you. If you don't enforce that, I will not fulfill my decision. That's awesome. I heard a man of God once teach this named Jim McAllister. He said this. He said, prophecy is fulfilled only by prayer. 
God can prophesy it, but he'll not do it till we ask him to do it. And that's found in the book of Daniel. When Daniel was reading the prophet Jeremiah and discovered that God had decided to bring Israel out of Babylon 70 years after they went into Babylon. And Daniel understood, I have to pray that to see it fulfilled. God made the decision, I'm going to send my people into Babylon for 70 years. I'm going to bring them out 70 years later. Daniel the prophet is reading this and, and, and discovers that God has made a decision to bring Israel out 70 years later. And he becomes that intercessor that enforces God's decision. That's powerful. How many believe that's powerful? Put your hands up high. That's why they resisted him. That's why the prince of Persia, the prince of Grisha came to fight him. Because they saw a man that understood he had the authority to enforce a decision God had already made. Yeah, you can say wow again. Well, exactly. I want to get this through to you. I want to show you the authority you have. God never gave that authority to angels. He never said to one angel, I give you the authority to enforce my plan. If you read the Old Covenant, God says in Joshua and other portions of Scripture, I give you the land. Now go in and possess it. Yet he says, I've given it to you. That's my decision to give it to you. Now you have to enforce my decision by a battle. And I'll give you the victory only if you start fighting. I have made the decision to give you the land, but I will not give it to you till you walk in it. I will not give it to you till you fight for it. And when you begin fighting, I will give you power to win. I will give you the victory when you move and use that sword in your hand. I will not bless cowards. I have given you the victory. Go get it. Go win it. I'm with you. I'm behind you. I'm behind your arm. Wow. He said to Joshua, he said, I have given you the land. Go in and possess. I already have given you the land. Now the people of Israel were given that same promise by God and said no. Remember the numbers? They didn't believe him. They said, well, there's giants in the land. We don't want to fight. We're afraid to fight. Numbers 13, 14. We're afraid. God said, because you will not obey my word, you're going to die in this desert. When God says, I gave you the land, it's yours. I said, it's yours. I said, it's yours. God spoke to me about a property in Orlando. What I built OCC, 40 acres of land. I heard the Lord say to me, clearly, I have given you the property. Go and get it. 
But the first thing I did is I did exactly what the Bible says. I walked on it. Physically walked on it. I took with me some of my pastors and we walked on the land. Walked. We didn't dream it. We did it. We went physically walking on the land claiming it. The lady, Mrs. Brewer, who owned the land, wanted a down payment of $50,000. I, I did not even have 50 cents. I happened to be in Miami, Florida with my friend Bill Swad. Bill said, let's go pray for a man who was dying in the hospital named Floyd Mincy. I did not want to go pray for Floyd because I was tired. I had preached that morning. I was preaching that evening. And I wanted to go sleep in the afternoon in the hotel. Bill Swad, no, you're not going to the hotel. You're going to go pray with me for that man in the hospital. We got lost in Miami. Oil splashed over our window. I said, see? I said, it's not God's will for us to go. He said, Benny, that's the devil. That's not God. <laughs> the devil is trying to stop you from going. I get to the hospital. I was so rude. I was so upset. I wasn't nice at all. I go in. I see that guy laying in his bed, tubes everywhere. I laid hands on him like this. Before God Almighty, this is exactly the way it happened. I walked in and I said, heal him. Bye. <laughs> I walk out. I was very negative. I said to Bill Swat, I said, he's going to die. I said, the man is going to die. I didn't even have I did not even have faith for his healing. I lay hands. That, I did it this fast. Heal him. Bye. Let's go. I had to go. I wanted to go. Before, that's what he told me later, Floyd himself, before I was at the elevator, before I pushed the button to go down to the lobby, that man was running out already of the hospital room. <laughs> Unplugged himself and ran out. A week later, he's sitting in my church. Ellen remembers. She, she knew him. He, he and dear Marion, his dear, dear wife, Marianne means it. They're sitting on the front row. A week before, the, the, the guy was dying in Miami. Plugs everywhere. His kidneys shut down. Gone. His kidneys were dead. The doctor said he would not survive. He is dead. He looks at me and says, you remember me? <laughs> I was so shaken up. I, did, I didn't believe it was him. Then he says, well, word for word. When you so rudely laid hands on me, <laughs> when you so rudely laid hands on me, I felt fire go through me. By the time you got to the elevator, I was running out behind you telling you I'm healed. He said, I felt fire. He literally said, I felt fire go through my body. I unplugged myself and ran out. He said, he, he said here I am healed. And then he said, and I heard you told Bill, I'm going to die. Well, I haven't died. I'm here. He rebuked me for it. You know what I said to him? I said, Floyd, God uses me even when I'm stupid. <laughs> he hands me a check that morning. He said, God spoke to my wife and I to give me a check. We, we don't know why. It was $50,000. 
for the land. That, and it was the next day I had to put the down payment down the next day. I claimed the land. God healed the man to give me that seed. Brother, when you claim it, God will raise the dead to fulfill it. God will heal to fulfill it. Those doctors that said he's going to die, those kidneys that shut down, God said, no, I'm going to heal him to bless Benny. Just because I claimed it. It's time you claim it. I said, it's time you claim it. Somebody shout, say yes. It's time you claim That's what he said. He said, I have given you the land. Now go and get it. Go win it. Go claim it. Go walk on it. It's yours. Contend with him in battle, he said to Moses. I've given you the land. Go contend with him. Fight for it. Nothing comes without a good fight. Say, I love a good fight. Say it again. Look at somebody and say it to them, I love a good fight. And that's what Jesus said. He said, the kingdom is taken with a fight. Say, the kingdom is taken with a good fight by force. By force. The devil understands force. Yeah, he does. You can't win without force. He understands only one thing, strength. We have the victory. I said, we have the victory. I said, we have the victory. Go get it. Never take no for an answer. On tomorrow's program, Pastor Benny concludes his teaching on the power of prayer, which is the second key to releasing the anointing in your life. Don't miss this important message, expecting that when you pray, the plans of God are activated and miracles will happen. And Pastor Benny's comprehensive teaching on operating in the anointing is a series you must have to understand and activate the power of the Holy Spirit. The 12 CD series is regularly $75 and the study manual is $25. But for a limited time, you can have both for the special price of only $85. Call or order online today. Our precious Lord Jesus gave us this amazing promise. Ye shall receive power. What an amazing, awesome promise that the Lord gave you and I. This is His gift to us as believers. Power. The power of the Holy Spirit is God's gift to you. Because God knows we need it on this earth. Now think about this. That this amazing power is available for free. You and I don't have to pay for it. We don't have to beg for it. All we have to do is surrender, and God will anoint us. Remember in the house of Cornelius, they did not even pray. They just received. As Peter was preaching the gospel in Acts chapter 10, they received the anointing and began to pray, pray and speak in tongues. I believe a fresh anointing is coming on your life. I have no doubt. Because you see, you see what's going on in this world, the darkness, gross darkness covering the earth. God has promised that His glory would be seen on you. The anointing of God belongs to you as His child. We as God's people, it's our inheritance. It's God's promise to us. It's a part of our inheritance. And all the Lord 
All God wants you to do is simply surrender. Like the wind, that's God's gift to the world. No, listen, listen. Spread your wings. That's all you have to do. We don't know where the wind comes from or where it's going to. But if we surrender to it, it will take us higher and higher all the time. All we have to do is call upon the name of Jesus and surrender. I want to pray with you. I want to believe God with you today that God's power will be yours every single day. Not just sometimes, all the time. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you to be witnesses for our wonderful, wonderful Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name, anoint everyone watching this program today. Lord, my God, let your mighty power descend that they might walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Your word declares it's not by might or power, but by my spirit. Lord, only the power of the Holy Spirit can change our lives. Use each person, I pray, in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. And God's people said, Amen. And I want to pray for your healing right now. Believe God to heal you. It's your inheritance. Blessed Jesus, heal every person watching. Lord, we rebuke that sickness. We command that cancer to go, that heart disease to go, that diabetes to go. Arthritis must go in Jesus' precious name. Heal everyone calling upon your sweet and mighty name. Fibromyalgia has just been healed. Somebody with an eye infection also healed. Thank you, Lord. There's a Jerry watching me who's been drinking quite a bit. Lord, set him free from that oppression. Set him free from that oppression in Jesus' name. I see a lady with a growth on your neck. It's totally leaving right now. Even as I'm praying, it's gone. A stomach ulcer has been healed. I give you praise, Jesus. The greatest miracle is salvation. If you don't know the Lord, just pray after me. Dear is Jesus, I'm a sinner, Lord. Forgive my sins. Wash me now with your precious blood. Come into my heart and save my soul. Give me your power to live the Christian life with victory. Amen. You prayed with me. I want to send you something to help you to live the Christian life. And listen, I have a teaching for all of you on the anointing that I'm telling you it's a must because a fresh anointing is coming on your life. You just need to know how to unlock the door. You, you just need to ignite the engine, you know, and live in that blessed power. And it's all yours. All you have to do is call today and get that wonderful teaching that will bless your life over and over and over again. And remember, the gospel must be preached. Help me go around the world. I'm going, going, going. You know, the Lord's been so good to me. He is so wonderful, you know. He is so merciful. His mercies are new every morning, and He is rich in mercy. His mercy will never run dry, I promise you. Just look up to Him today and trust Him. He'll never fail you. Jesus will never, ever disappoint you, ever. He's with you every day, every second. He said, I shall never leave thee nor forsake thee. Now help me take the gospel to the nations, will you? There's a number on the screen. Just call that number today and sow a seed for the gospel. And yes, God will bless you and prosper you tremendously. Listen, the Bible clearly states if we give, we will receive. So we have to sow to reap. Do it today and watch what God will do. And don't worry about what's going on in this world. I have not seen the righteous forsaken. 
nor receipt begging for bread. God will take care of you. You are his child and you are precious in his eyes. I'll see you again. Bye-bye.